What is one abnormal thing you'd want on a Christmas sweater? A cat. A um piece of crap. A T-Rex. I don't know oh why I said that. <laughs> I don't know why I was waiting for a frost. I should have. I know you should have just gone. You know why? I was thinking of the poop emoji. Oh, a piece of crap. Would you say a cat? I said a cat. Like that's good. A space cat. Space cat. But you know what I was thinking is like the poop emoji, but like smeared. <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah, when I was thinking it's piece a piece of crap, I was sweater. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way that's a poop emoji." Like you could have just said poop emoji, but you're like, "No, a piece of crap." <laughs> Dang it! I hate what goes. All right. Anyways, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that. Um, Wait. you said a T Rex. T Rex. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel, feel like, like that's a very safe. Yeah. Ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah. That's cute too. I feel like I've seen it somewhere too. It's like so. kind of quirky. Yeah. Right. I used to have um a like a techno cat on a sweater when i was little i was like yo i was a hype beast when i was little like i'm a total hipster because there was this like cool cat on a yellow sweater it was all pixelated and then uh i was with my cousins and one of my older girl cousins was like actually that's a hand-me-down that was my sweater (laughs) it's like oh god how's everybody doing today welcome to another episode of strange flavors this is brought to you by alif theory my name is faras my name is shimmer my name is amber so recently if you don't know um, now you know now you know um we made this video uh a gucci gang parody on the ronald pono channel which is our channel can i introduce it this this sounds not humble like you guys are good people let me introduce it you guys can't talk about your own video let me hype it up we can no no i'm just saying what it is no no i need to do it okay all right okay so recently frost and shamir made a gucci gang parody called packy gang and it blew up and it's so crazy they have three hundred thousand. Am I saying that right? That's a, that's a number. Yes, it is. 300,000 views on Facebook alone. And it is so legit. And I've also been bumping to it all week. Now you can continue. Dang. What an intro. <laughs> Thank you for that. No, but um, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. That's what I was going to um, say. Just like for everybody that's listening to the podcast now because of, you know, finding us through our other work. Like, thank you so much. Like, it you. means the world um, that you guys are following our stuff. And it was funny because we were talking about making that song and um sometimes Shamir and I have these sleepovers that like it'll they'll go like four or five days um and we'll just be working like around the clock and sometimes we come up with like an idea out of nowhere and we're like, Why don't we try this out? And we just, at like, the time Yeah, Shamir was just like I think we just finished doing something else, um and I had just uploaded like Bodak Brown. Yeah. Or I was editing at the time maybe and um Shamir's like, dude, we need to do a Gucci Gang parody. <laughs> and then we I was just, like, we just kept blurting out ideas back and forth. Yeah, like you were just. And this is this we is thought like of like four or five gang. in the morning at this point. Yeah, we, we were like a Daisy Gang, and then Frost was like Packy Gang, and I was like Packy Gang. Yeah, yeah. and like it. The thing is, like Gucci Gang, like that's like a specific voice. Like it sounds cool, but like you guys, when you guys do it, like you guys say it back and forth to each other, it sounds so cool. I don't know. It's the 5 a.m. voice. <laughs> yeah, I made I made Shamir do it later on purpose because I was like, yo, there's a specific voice a, that you get. And what's right, funny though. is, he's what's right. funny is, like, Shamir got the voice in the in the song. Like, he yeah. sounds different because it was at that time. Because you, know you know how, like, you wake up and you have that, like, people will say, that like, oh, that's, that sexy voice, that uh-huh. sexy morning voice, whatever. Like, that's the voice, but it's like... 
Is that that midnight voice? Midnight voice. That uh, um, fudger voice. The fudger voice. Oh five five in the morning. Yo, let me get my fudger voice on. No, but it was awesome. And also, like a lot of blogs, like Instagram blogs and pages, were like posting the video, Mm -hmm. and like everyone was tagging us and whatnot. And the thing is, like, this wasn't our first, you know, blow up. You know, we've had multiple of these. All right, we're not gonna say it like (laughs) that. We We're survived. brown. We don't get to say things like that. We survived, that, though. I yeah. was thinking, like, when I hear blow up, I think of, like, diaper. Keep going. <laughs> That's what we call what? one. Okay, it wasn't our first video that went viral. The, the, right. Viral. Okay. Um, but viral. It, it, this is, like, the most high number in on a, one platform. Since this, and I know it, which was, like... That was 230. Yeah. I'm saying I'm saying since then. Oh, since, since then. what? Yeah, but this that was 300. Since so, what? So the sexy and I know it parody, this and I know it, which uh-huh. I mean, oh, yeah, like yeah. five years ago, five uh-huh. six years ago, um, that was the highest. After you uh-huh. know all the stuff Shamir and I have made together, yeah, that was still the highest. Hmm. And so it was like, dang, we can't get past this number, but um, you know, this video surpassed it. Um, Woo-hoo. as we're speaking now, like we just saw it, and it was like 300,000 uh, just passed on on one um. Platform. One platform and on and one guys, site because people guys, keep reposting it and stealing it and mm-hmm. not crediting us, but it's all good. It's whatever. Yeah, but you guys have like a lot of other views on like YouTube and like there's a whole bunch on Twitter. Like you guys yeah. are getting retweeted. Yeah, like, and pages that like people like Drake, um, Khalid, and all these like Mo vlogs, all these big people follow. Um, and They've big seen Shaq. our video. They've they, seen our video. Probably like those those accounts. Yeah. Those accounts are followed by like Yo, big celebrities that reposted us. So shout out Drake. Yeah, pretty awesome. <laughs> um, and and as far as like the hate comments, like people have been like, you know, don't Brutal. worry about it and this and that. But it's like we've um, we've been taking this for like the longest time, and that's part of the game. Like yeah. that's how it goes um, well, when you're doing something that's different. For me, it's like this. The hate is just like hate. You know, the last mm. video it was different. Like it was like religious aspects and stuff. Mm. This one it was just like oh. You guys are like awesome. Like I gotta hate on you guys, and it's like okay, it yeah. doesn't affect me at yeah. all. Yeah. yeah, some people need to be nicer on Twitter. I'm getting angry reading these mean comments. Like, no, it's great. Yeah. I just like the Dude. I just like the creative ones. Yeah. Like if you if you if you creatively hate, that's great. If you just say like cringe or um, cancer, cancer, then it's like dang, <laughs> I don't have anything to play off this. But like when it's creative hate, yeah. I'm like okay, I yeah. can work with this. Also, yeah. tips on hating. The best way to hate is ignore it. Because you're sharing our video. You're true. making us They're better like, for they'll us. They'll quote That's tweet true. it and then be like, yo, check this garbage out. Yeah, no, or, no, <laughs> they'll be like, don't watch this. Like, stop yeah, reposting this. this. Like, stop making this type of content. Then why are you reposting it? Somebody, somebody was like, I read the title and I didn't watch it. But he quote tweeted it. So he's sharing it with other people to watch right. it. So yeah. it's funny. But um, no, like part of um, this whole thing like that I really continue to learn is that, um, you know, when we're a minority in America it's like we expect um, I guess you could say like the superior race or like the white race to accept us um, and we're fighting we, we think that like we're oppressed in some way but the reality is that um, a lot of these people just don't know who we are right. and so they're ignorant of it and it's not their faults right if you grow up in one city in say Alabama all your life and you're not exposed to different cultures and races you're not going to know about them and you might believe whatever's told to you, right? So then it's not necessarily your fault. But I feel like they're not oppressing us. We oppress ourselves a lot of mm-hmm. time. And um, when it comes people... to your own race, you know, it's like mm-hmm. you have to you have to really support each other. Right. And that's how you um, that's how you rise above all of this 
negativity and racism when you continue continue to like put down people and you're mad at people for being proud of where they're from like the the packy gang song is like it's literally about us being happy and proud of Mm -hmm. our country and our culture and celebrating that and we make fun of a popular song while doing it it's a parody that's the main thing is like it's supposed to be funny we're making our fun of ourselves we're just having a good time and if you're saying like you know oh i'm not pakistani anymore because of this i'm not this and that um kill yourselves because you're this Mm -hmm. you know this is ridiculous and stuff it's like um do you want us to stay in the same lane and continue to um just be either doctors lawyers engineers and never have any creative people Mm -hmm. in the media so and the other thing is like when we when we like seek representation so much from people Mm -hmm. and when somebody that's big or popular that isn't of our race says something about us we praise them like god so high um an example is future has this song called low lives and in it Mm -hmm. he starts the song off with bitch from pakistan what up and every brown brown girl goes goes on snapchat and loves that and i'm like you he's calling you guys something that you don't want to be called literally but but you're like oh no like but he's shining out pakistan they're like yo packies that's us that's us but he's calling you a bitch yeah that's (laughs) and what are we doing we're like just we're being proud we're like making our own Mm -hmm. thing cool and um so it's like we have a lot of work to do and i think that's a huge reason that we continue to do this it's never discouraging i think it's only um it's only motivational and that's what we really try to do in the dmv areas like any creator that we can come across that we can help out um or that can help us out it's like that's what we try to do that's what we try to live by and again that always comes back down to like the whole other theory thing is like um doing it now and here and just helping each other out so um yeah it's 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 humbling honestly yeah And, and thank you everybody who like thank you thank you who continues to support us or as a new supporter listening right now, like that's crazy that you're like you're here right now because mm-hmm. of because yeah, of that. We so, appreciate you. We appreciate much. you. Um, Vine two, sorry. Vine two. Vine two. V two. So Vine is making a comeback, that's guys. Awesome. I need to like be the first person on there. <laughs> like if all these people, like I don't know if you guys watch YouTube Rewind, Rewind, Re Rewind. Okay. But. but which like, is which re- YouTube Rewind is what? So every year YouTube has all the biggest creators and they basically like put them all in the same video and they kind of just like mix it all up. Half like those a recap people, video. Yeah, like of a, the whole year of, the of year. like popular trends. They had fidget spinners in it. They had um, the Kendrick Lamar song because like that was big. So like and they had the Jake Paul, Logan Paul people in it. Hmm. You know, just whoever was popping this year. And it started off with Lele Pons and Liza Koshy. Where's Liza Koshy from? Half the people on there were from Vine. Like, people right. graduated Vine, went onto YouTube, and dominated. Like, I have a theory on let's that. Let's go on with like, V2. Like, um, on Vine, it's like you have six seconds to create a beautiful piece of art, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, the fact that they were so good at making six seconds mean so much, right. give them, like, X amount of time, and they'll do, like, much more. Right. Mm. Like, that's why they're so good, mm-hmm. because they maximize on six seconds. And give them 10 minutes they'll go crazy and the people who made it biggest on those platforms first are like thriving on youtube same thing with musically like whoever is like like when you're new on that social media and you're making like the best content everybody's gonna want to like follow it yeah and going off of your thing it's like another thing is that um when they have six seconds for example with liza koshi 
she needs to pack in as many puns as she can in six seconds. Mm-hmm. Give her a minute video, yeah. and it's like you know six, pun central, <laughs> pun central, and she and she becomes even better yeah. at it because of that. So it's, would you guys it's make a Vine two account? I think oh, yeah. I think it's very appropriate too. Yeah, it's just another social media account yeah. that you have to like manage. That's but, the same yeah, thing that but, David but, Dobrik said, but like but, we're into that. Yeah, we're into that. I think the key is not to be the same person or have the same type of um, style on like you shouldn't be like oh I'm a YouTuber so let me try to like transition um this whole youtube style to yeah. vine yeah and that's that i think about like just rain yeah when it comes to that because just rain could have been like you know trying to do the same type of thing that he does on youtube but, but he, he tried yeah. to appeal to like a bigger audience more diverse audience mm-hmm. and it worked out really well in really his favor well. right yeah. um and i think that you know he credits vine to a lot of his like you know yeah. later on success where he where a lot of people found him on youtube afterwards and um a lot of the friends he made you know through Vine, which is yeah. which is pretty awesome. So, like, what do you think this is going to be about? Do you think it's going to be just like Vine? I think it's going to be similar, but um, the guy... So, do you guys know, like, Twitter bought Vine? Uh-huh. Right. And so, like, the guy who started Vine, he was like, never sell your company to... Mm-hmm. Because he, like, regretted it so much. That's why okay. he's making Vine, too. Right. And so, he wants to make it more, like, creator-friendly and, like, equal to all creator opportunity. Interesting. And is there supposed to be advertisements on it? Not sure. But I mean, I'm sure he's. I don't gonna... think there's much information out about. Yeah, it, there's not it? much information. But I I know he's like very creator. Like he wants it to be creator friendly hmm. because the first Vine was only catering to the biggest Vine stars. So when do you know when it's supposed to come out? No, nah. we'll we'll have to get on that board. <laughs> um, what we're not on board with, and the majority of the world is um, <laughs> Trump's opinion of. Uh, Jerusalem mm-hmm. now being the capital or he want he wants to um declare the capital of Israel um which okay. is which is really interesting because that's like something that's one of those things that like you don't mess with yeah you have to look at history and um the whole reason that the whole Palestine and Israel thing started was because of the same type of um gesture where other countries are getting involved with um, business that's not theirs. Mm-hmm. So when um, Jewish people were moved to this land of Palestine after the Holocaust um, by you know the U.S., U.K., and everybody involved, um, that created tension that they could back out of and not have to deal with. Right. But these people had to suffer for the longest time for because of that. Mm-hmm. And now it's being dealt with in the same way. And it's so dangerous because it's like we have problems in our own country that we could be very well focusing on. And you say something like that that's so sensitive to so many people. Yeah. Um, and not just Muslim people. And Israel is like a declared Jewish state. So how isn't and Jerusalem is sacred to all three religions. Right. So. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. I just feel like that's so many like things that can just like conflict with it. Like Christians aren't going to be cool with that. Muslims aren't going to be cool with that. And I really think that, you know, if Jewish people would like consider that to be sacred to all three lands, mm. they wouldn't want that either. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you're, you're messing with something that... Um, no one asked for. That, yeah, like nobody, <laughs> at, nobody asked for you to do such a thing. And, you're, and he's just trying to like... I don't know why he continues to like turn all these... <laughs> 
different <laughs> like random ideas and try to make them into like policy and like actual things when like they're not even like appropriate no i feel like it's every week he just comes up with something, to something be on the he's, he's like he's like how can i troll people this week? he's a troll of a president he's honestly like he's like hmm, he's, the like, he's a hitler quiet. of our generation like it's it's the same thing like you know that um what happened in that case where somebody got to so much power um and ended up you know with this huge genocide of of a certain group of people mm-hmm. and trump is very well doing that mm-hmm. with muslim people he has a lot of blind followers too so it's like no doubt. Pe- people who like genuinely believe in trump like no matter what he brings to the table they'll be like you know i've thought about that for a long time we should implement that into the world like <laughs> like yeah. you know but in reality i don't think that they know what it means and i don't think that trump knows what any of this means and i think that it's just kind of like one stupid person who's doing all this stuff and people who just have this so much trust into this one person mm. and they're like okay I understand. I'm putting all my trust in you, so whatever you say is probably right. Their vision is blurred. <laughs> but somebody whose vision is not blurred and is our guest. And speaking of bringing up the brown community, DMV. Yeah. True. Our 100%. guest today, Ahmed Nazim. Um, he is a dope filmmaker. Uh, visual ha- artist. A visual <laughs> artist is how he identifies himself. But um, he really captures... Um, the human experience and emotions through the films that he puts out Um, and to tell us about his thought processes and his visions um, he's here with us today to tell us about that so Everybody, please welcome Emma Nazareth. I spit a harder than what Carter could tell, but sing songs. Lately, I've been doing so well. She asked me how I would keep it so ill. Go green. I can smoke a mean, smoke green. My clouds, full of clouds and venereal beans. If your walls are painted green, for example, they say like it brings a lot of. <laughs> I guess it depends what kind of. Green. Yeah, is that really, actually true? No, no, that's what it, like you know how like moods, like colors yeah. affect moods, and so like, for example, signs of restaurants are often red because they obviously grab your attention, and it's yeah. like. Um, Don't they like excitement. make it? Doesn't red make you hungry or something? Something like that. Yeah. And but then green is supposed to be like, in the mornings especially. It's also supposed to be like good for your eyes to like. If you're surrounded by green, it's like supposed to like, mm. I don't know, like Do uplift something. you. I, I painted know. my wall red, and the other one's blue. That's why you're always mad <laughs> and tired. He's either he either wakes up really mad or really upset. <laughs> what are what are the colors of your walls? Plain white. <laughs> Does it say anything about my room? Is sound? so boring, guys. Like just plain. There's nothing on it. As an artist, posters? as an artist, Some, yeah. No posters. No posters. Yeah. Why? Sometimes. I don't know. It's like. It'd be like that. I just like to stay simple like that, I guess. Do you live by yourself? No. Okay. My parents. Okay. And but, then... uh, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, if I want, I can... Can put... can you paint? Yeah, I can do anything. So, like, like you should paint your walls. He I don't know if to. I want to. Yeah. <laughs> it leaves it open. Yeah. He shouldn't be guided by his the color ca- of his walls. His canvas wall. is from his like, mind. Like, you know, you would say, like, oh, my, my room's going to be, like, you know, well, when people get to know me and, like, they see my work or so, like, they're, like, you know... They come to my room. They're like, "Yeah, your room is ugly, dude." <laughs> because it's plain. Yeah, it's just plain. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have a bed, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> and then what a do what do people expect? Oh, like movies, posters, hmm. and stuff like that. Like my images or whatever. Right. Okay, so let's get into it. Um, 
how do you first of all identify yourself as an artist you're talking about movies and stuff so like are you a filmmaker like what do you <coughs> identify yourself with um i go by visual artist because hmm. i have you know i've done like a lot of different things but all like visually though but yeah i mean like if i just had to like kind of like summarize or like um what i have done the most from the visual like aspect hmm. i would say like filmmaking films yeah yeah um and like what is the approach that you usually take to it or have like you know grown into story like find the story what is that <laughs> it's the city guys this is episode whatever <laughs> the city. Screaming and usually it's sirens but today is it's it voices go? i think he's saying let's go somebody's getting murdered outside <laughs> and we're doing a podcast uh, welcome to baltimore we could have been heroes today <laughs> wait are we already happening. started yep. dude we've been in oh, it okay. yeah, we've been in it. it's been 10 minutes already oh. no no i'm just kidding <laughs> it's been an hour okay. dude sorry Everything we recorded. <laughs> Thank you for coming. <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs> no, but like, where does um, where does the inspiration mostly come from? You uh, by telling stories. What does that mean to you? I mean, not telling stories is like, um, listening to stories, mostly, okay. and um, especially like, the stuff that they've been through or like you know they've experienced. It just kind of inspires me. What's like your style mostly? What would you say? Dark. 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 <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Um, and that's just with films or, uh, that's just, it's not like, it wouldn't be like in your face dark. It might be just kind of like the colors, the lighting or so like, you know, it, the picture could be like, you know, the person happy, like, you know, jumping around, but just like the color or like the theme of it would be kind of darker. And like, why is that? That's just what's appealed to me. Okay. So, you know, uh, your Instagram stuff has like a lot of those travel type videos mm-hmm. and it's very um, unique. Mm-hmm. it's like there i mean even outside of instagram you remain on like the shorter style mm-hmm. of films is there a reason for that um it's just because that's probably the how much budget that i have like you know i haven't had like a big budget to work on longer stuff um or but, like, but you would if you yeah of course could. like i would um like the last thing i did was a short film um and that was like a bigger budget, which was we're talking about like sixty sixty thousand dollar camera that I was like handling or so. Um, it's still still a short film, hmm. um, but yeah, I mean like if the bigger the budget, like the more in, I want to invest in the story or so. Yeah. So you ha- you've posted videos on your Instagram like you travel films. Mm-hmm. Um, like what's the inspiration behind that? And it it kind of has like a unique style. So like how did you come up with that style and why do you story to tell that way? So, like, every year, um, I do this kind of project that I do, like, I would do for, like, a month. Like, last year, it was, uh, like, a Photoshop, like, challenge kind of thing. Um, It was called Project 31. And I would just, every day, I would plan a picture. I would take a picture of myself and do, like, some crazy edit on Photoshop and post it the same day. So, this year, I was traveling. I was like, well, might as well just make little travel videos like the whole month. So that's what I did. They're like, uh, can you talk about the style a little bit? It looks a little like vloggy almost. Mm-hmm. But then you do these like crazy like zoom outs real quick. Yeah. What's uh, can you talk about that style? Um, It's just a good transition. Like it's it's like quick and like nobody notices it. And yeah, it just gets to the next scene. 
And, and do you <clears throat> pick the scenes in a certain way, or is it? Uh, oh no, it was like super freestyle. Like you know, we had a. Um, yeah, I would just film anything throughout the day, and then I would just. The biggest challenge was just like at at the end of the day, like how do I want to tell a story in one minute mm. of that of this day? Mm-hmm. What's like, your favorite place that you went to? Um, Dubai was not my favorite. Pakistan, Why not? Pakistan was favorite. Wait, what's it? Talk about the difference. Why I did mean, you like Dubai? I didn't like Dubai because like, it's it's just big malls, uh, mm-hmm. big buildings or so. I'm not really into that. That's literally. <laughs> I don't know if I was talking to you guys about this, but that's literally what I said. What? I was like, I don't like Dubai because it's Western. Yeah. And yeah. that's like, you're not they, learning the a new culture or yeah. something. Yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. seeing what you'd see in America. Yeah. Blown up, yep. like into, uh, you know, maximum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then Pakistan, why'd you like Pakistan so much? It's just where my roots are. You know, it's, okay. it's my family and stuff, my cousins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you incorporate your culture at all in your videos other than the travel films? I would love to, like on my, like, but I haven't had a chance to. Okay. I think we actually preferred that shorter style. We thought the the one minute choice was like yours, not because of the budget, but because every, every single one of them, we were watching them together yeah. and we felt something different in all of them, mm-hmm. like a different mood. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something? And we were looking at your bio and it, it looks like you, um, you know, tell people stories and capture feelings, yeah. human emotion. Um, is that something that you go for is like a certain mood for each film that was just like how i was feeling the certain day okay like and i wanted to like show that through my videos through my visuals or so gotcha what do you think is like your favorite mood to play off of i want to say like just like a happy day or something (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um but you prefer like the darker things yeah but it's like it just just like a normal day like you know like some days are good some days are bad like I definitely like you know when it's like a um what should i say how should i say that you know on the bad days like i just feel like more inspired i don't know like mm-hmm. i'm like why am i stuck here like it's deeper to... it's deeper it's mm-hmm. more like you know i'm like i need to get out i need to do something and you know i put you know more like work in it so I that's so awesome yeah yeah um <clears throat> there was the one uh channel ignaro is it oh yeah yeah channel. yeah okay so that one well tell us what what that was first so are you guys a big fan of frank ocean yes yeah so channel ignores you know his like first album was channel orange right so channel ignaro is just orange backwards oh okay huh. so ignaro is orange mm-hmm. okay um yeah i mean like uh you know he me and my group of friends like love frank ocean and um he wasn't posting is that he wasn't like you know coming out with an album or anything so but he came out with on kanye's album mm. um waves or wolf or something wolf was the song wolf on the, the song, life yeah. of pablo his album. yeah and um yeah and like we just really liked the words and we were like well let's just shoot something out of it amber can you tell us <laughs> how excited yeah. we got when we saw so I, I didn't get it at <laughs> first but these two boys were like no no oh my god no and I was- <laughs> it, we, it started right and we we're like th- this guy was running and it like blanks out and then the song p- starts playing yeah it's the beginning of wolf mm-hmm. when it's like <clears throat> the wolves howling is like mm-hmm. 
and you just see the forest and the lighting's perfect the the shot is perfect yeah and we're and they're so, so hype like they oh my god so hype and i and i didn't i guess like they just like knew the song so i was like and i was like explain to me explain to me and they were yeah. just so happy like the, you could see the hype on their face and i was literally like very confused and then the way the guy was sitting video. down and when frank ocean started singing i was like bro this, this is, is and, this and, the, and the crazy video. thing is like this should be um, the music video yeah like yeah, that's what they said too they're like oh yeah this should be the music video to yeah that like song. as an as an artist to artist it's like when you hear a song like that yeah you know that it's just like oh my god this would be so amazing here and here and like you you start like visioning, visualizing it, right? right yeah so then when the video came out i was like mm. That's all right. But when we saw yours, I was like, dude, I wish that's what the video yeah. was. So, like, do you do that often where you take some artist's work and then try to, like, uh, put your own vision behind it? I mean, I kind of think I should. Like, I think about it a lot, mm -hmm. but I don't. Like, that was, like, the first time and mm. probably the last time I would do. Don't. Like, please don't be don't, the last don't, time. Don't that say awesome. last time. That was a good video. That was awesome. <laughs> it's just that I want to work with... Um, like, I'm going to work with local artists or so, like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and I don't want to just take, like, someone else's art. Yeah. And then, like, make it mine. So. Yeah, but no, you but did it well. To be fair, Thank that's you. what art is, isn't it? Like, yeah. like nobody's Every, Everything is original. remixed, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, dude, that, that was, was awesome. Well. But, I mean, just tell us about that real quick. Like, what was, what was the thought process behind it? So, it starts out with a guy running. <clears throat> yeah. So, basically, it was kind of like, the way we had in mind was like, all right, it's like a runaway slave and he is just, he's just on the verge of just, just he's just tired. He just, mm. he just gave up or so. And, you know, yeah, in the end, he's just like sitting there. He's just tired, but he, he has this like mixed emotions or so. We just wanted to like capture it all, like him being angry and then like, you know, just, super calm or so like you know there's gonna be a light at the end of the tunnel like something like that That's so awesome. yeah we just kind of like you know brainstormed them our ideas and yeah and then we just kind of like were like let's go and shoot it. that's awesome uh so growing up as a kid were you creative did you like always filming like where how did this come because you made a like a film yeah. at like 16 <laughs> yeah you made a trailer and i was like yo this is graphic <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys see that yeah we yeah. Did. yeah it was awesome but um you guys should see the whole thing oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that wasn't there was an actual like full movie yeah made. Oh, i thought like, that was just like the trailer was like the the, mo no, the okay. movie it was like a whole the 20 minute movie Damn. Oh, i need wow. to see that but yeah. that yeah. auntie gets shot you never no. know. We gotta, we, gotta <laughs> see it. we gotta see it now. Yeah, but how did that all that start? Like, where were you just experimenting with a family camera? Like, what's going on? Okay, so growing up, like, um, so I have like a lot of cousins, right? And my there's like a you know there's like group of like these older cousins, and we really wanted like me and like some other um, couple other cousins that were same age as me, and we really wanted to fit in like with the older kids. But they were like, no, they were mean to us and all that. So we were like, you know what, fuck that. Like, we're gonna, we're just gonna do our own thing. <laughs> so we started, uh, we started calling ourselves ass, like as A S S, because <laughs> it stands for Ahmed, um, Salman, <laughs> no Ahmed Abdullah, uh, and Salman. So it's like A A S. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> how old were you? Um, 16, 15? No, no, no. Yeah. This was this younger. Oh, snap. So, like, okay. 11, 12. Okay. 
So that's hype at that age. Yeah, <laughs> and like when I was like eleven, um, we finally moved to U.S. and so we, me and my cousin, we just used to talk on. Um, from where? Where did you move from? Um, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and um, we used to just talk on like uh, Skype while playing like CS, and <clears throat> what's CS? Counter Strike. Okay. <laughs> um. And you were like, you know what? Let's let's just do something. Like, I'll make a slideshow or something to just really like prove our point. Like, we are cool. <laughs> a slideshow. <laughs> That's so cute, though. Like, like, no, let's not square up. Let's not beat them up. Let's make a slideshow. A slideshow. <laughs> a slideshow. Can you tell us about that slideshow? Did you make it? Yeah. So no. I, was the, I was the one who made that slideshow, and I didn't know like how to make slideshows. So I was like. Um, let me just kind of <laughs> mess around with uh, Windows Movie Maker, and yeah, I just took like a bunch of pictures and like you know put them together, and then it was just like cheesy transitions, like you know a picture of us just kind of like closing, <laughs> flexing, or <laughs> trying to prove your just coolness. trying to prove the point, and um, yeah, and then like you know just released it in our family, and. It had a huge impact. <laughs> Positive or negative? Positive. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did They're they, like, wow, you guys are so cool. Did you guys make it like yeah. in their? In or did their they eyes? beat you up? Did they no, no. They they still didn't. They still <laughs> didn't. Oh, like, you guys are even more losers. <laughs> yeah. For them, we were, but like you know, we like they were probably like low key, like they were like yeah. That was fire. That, that's kind of cool. <laughs> did, they, did any of them come back with the slideshow? Not until like a couple of years. Later. Oh. No, they didn't. They didn't come back with the slideshow. I mean, um. They wanted to join the the oh. group, and then you wow. kept making movies after that, or what? No, then after like you know, kind of playing around with Movie Maker, um, Magic, what's it called Windows Movie Maker, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, then I was just kind of like, well, what else can I do, you know? So I started like filming myself and like doing like crazy edits. Um, I learned how to clone myself in there, and <laughs> dang, what was the point you found out where you're like? This is something that I could do seriously. When I made a music uh, video, okay, <laughs> of yourself or a of friend? myself, okay, yeah. Did you make the song? No. What song was it? <laughs> it was "I'm on a Boat" by yeah. Lonely Island. Oh my gosh, I made a I made a music video to that song too. Really? Yeah. When oh, I was we younger. See this. Yeah, we no, it's 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 gone. But oh, my hard drive crashed, so you can't see it. But <laughs> wow. But yeah, I mean, I made a music video to that, and you know, I learned how to clone myself. So like, the first part it would just be me in this one corner, and then like next part, this like you know, the clone would come out and like start singing and rapping to. Like so, yeah. At that point, I was just like, "What were you doing that on? Like After Effects or um, Windows Movie Maker?" You were cloning yourself on <laughs> Movie Maker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did that too. <laughs> Wait, that was awesome. What? Yeah, there's like a plugin you can put in. Yeah, it's basically like a split screen kind of thing. Yeah. You just oh, yeah. like a mirror. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, not like a mirror. Um, it was just like. You, you can crop it like yeah half of it gotcha yeah that's okay. fine so you did windows movie maker but i also saw that you did that you work on premiere pro and final cut and like you're Ap good in both apple and windows like yeah i mean after that because i used to work with windows at first so after that i just kind of like i was like whoa like this is a new world to me this yeah. is exciting <laughs> um i started downloading these like 
you know, like softwares, you know, maybe torrenters or so. All you guys. <laughs> that's the struggle, um, though. That's, yeah. That's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> also, like, you know, it was always like even before that, like, you know, um, it was just cool to hear th- all these stories like about like film and like film set. Mm. My my oldest cousin, uh, her husband is like a director. So he used to tell like, you know, just like just stories and stuff like what goes on set and like in Pakistan and everything. It was just like really cool to hear. <clears throat> yeah. So like after like making these videos, um, I was just like, well, maybe this is what I'm meant to do. I mean, I'm, you know, how old were you then? Like 13, 14. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. That's crazy. Yeah. And so what was like the first like real professional software you started um, messing with? When I was 13, 14. No, no, but what like, was what it? was it? What software? Oh, it was uh, After Effects. After Effects. Yeah. Nice. And, like, what was your way of learning? Did you YouTube? Yeah. Um, well, not YouTube. Like, back then, um, there used to be guy, Andrew, I forgot his last name, but he used to have a website um, called Video Copilot. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, he used to have these, like, really cool, like, um, effects or so, like, on it. And I used to just watch his videos, like, religiously. And then, yeah, just, like, I would t- learn everything from him and then, like, apply it on my own. Then, mm-hmm. So that's how I learned it. How long do you think it took for you to, like, really, you know, be able to do the stuff on your own, watching these videos and everything like that, to know, like, okay, I know how to make this? Countless hours. Like, I don't even know, like, how much I watched it. Hmm. I can't even, like, tell you how many hours I watched into it. What, what were your, <laughs> your parents' reaction, like, during all this? My parents have, like, always been supportive. Like, really? That's so yeah. Good. That's awesome. Like, it's, I just, like, it's, it's weird for me to, like, when people say, like, oh, yeah, their parents are, like, you know, against it or, you know, they want to, they have something else planned for their mm. kid or so. Like, it's kind of weird for me because I didn't grow up kind of like, in that household. Gotcha. Um, yeah, my parents have always been, like, super supportive of what I do. Are, awesome. are you studying film in school or? That's, I did it for, like, a little while. But then I was like, they're going so slow. The pace is, you know, I can't, you know. So I'm, that's why I switched to major, uh, business then. Yeah, you, you were telling us before we started the podcast that you um, attended MICA for a year, which is um, a First. renowned arts uh, college in Baltimore. Yeah. And even in the country, I think it's up mm-hmm. there. It's um, like a very well-known art college. But, but your experience was a little different. Yeah, I mean, because I went there for a semester. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I go there and... Um, you know, there's the basic film class or so, and we're still talking about like film cameras or mm. something like, you know, which, um, which you don't, I don't know. The education system is so far behind, like on like what's upcoming or so, like it was just pissing me off a lot mm. and I wasn't learning anything. <laughs> I was like, I learned this stuff when I was like 14 and <laughs> I was supposed to be learning like some professional stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say to people that are like, you know, thinking about going to um an art school for uh filmmaking if you if you think you're that kind of person that you need um like a education environment to learn then i would say definitely go it go for it but if you think you're someone who can you know just learn by himself or so like i would say then do that and maybe like use the other time to pursue something else as a backup because being an artist is hard so you should have a backup. What's your recommendation on 
equipment? What do you usually go with and um, how do you manage budget? Um, if you can afford it, then definitely go big or go home. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, seriously, like you can you can literally shoot from your iPhone. Like everyone has a cell phone, a smartphone. Like use that. Like you know, just it's more important. The story is more important. Mm. Like than than the equipment. Like I don't have like a preference of equipment. Like oh, I I'm only working with this camera or so. Like, you know, I can shoot same thing with an iPhone that I can shoot with like thousand of dollar camera. Yeah. I was I just got the iPhone X and I was looking on it. It's it has four K at thirty 20, frames and yeah. sixty frames. And twenty four. It has twenty four too? Built I didn't in. say that. Yeah. yeah. Dang. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and my like and I don't even have four K camera, so <laughs> Yeah. So it's like Yeah. It really, the equipment does not matter. It like, even has like 240 <clears throat> frames per second. Yeah. And my camera goes up to 60. So. The only time like equipment does matter is like when you, you know, kind of like have like more serious stuff or so. Like when you get into that level. Like if you see all these Hollywood movies, they're like made, um, their budget is like $90 million or so. And the camera they use is like, Twenty fifty thousand dollar camera, which is like in the whole entire budget. That's just like a a little small thing. yeah small yeah. thing, like super small thing. Like so, it really doesn't matter the camera. It's the story and like you know how you tell the story. Have you heard this rumor? I don't know if it's true or not, but like in the Avengers, that like there was a scene, there was a few scenes in there that were shot by an iPhone camera. I've not heard that. Is that crazy? That could that's be true, crazy. guys. Is that crazy? Are you asking me that crazy? <laughs> that would be crazy, but yeah. I would believe it. I don't know. They said I would like, believe it. They were saying like one of the biggest scenes was shot by an iPhone. But that's awesome. I, like, yeah. I don't know if that's a rumor. That's not. awesome if it is true. Mm-hmm. I mean, like some smartphones are like super awesome because like mm-hmm. they're small. Like you can fit them anywhere mm-hmm. and shoot off of them. Like so, yeah. I, I mean, there it. was a scene where a kid was holding an <laughs> iPhone and filming the adventure. So maybe it was that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you use though? Like, what's your go-to? Um, I have Canon Mark III, um, and it's hacked. What does that mean? <laughs> it has a, it's hacked. It has like a, the plugin called Magic Lantern. Okay. So it basically like my camera cannot shoot more than 1080, but this hack like allows me to shoot like 2K. Huh. Um, so yeah, <laughs> how, do you, how do you hack a camera? How, yeah, it's it's like super simple. Like you know, you just um, you just download say the super complicated. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you put like binary codes in it. <laughs> <laughs> you just download something and it can happen. Yeah, it's. Oh, we well, need to have a meeting after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you increase the frame rate too? So yeah, I, can... I mean, no, it gives you like more flexibility because like these cameras, they can do a lot more um, than what the company lets you. Oh yeah, so, I mean like. They're the same size as the next one, but they have more, you know, yeah, all types of things, more features and everything. I'm like, right. is that true? It's like memory cards. Like, yeah, memory cards are all the same size, but you know, one will cost up. more because there's more size in it. It's like, bro, something, <laughs> something's off here. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you hope that people, uh, when they watch your films, um, get out of it most of all? Um, just some kind of message that's the biggest thing um it doesn't have to be like a positive message like i'm not really like just all about like positivity like in my videos or so um it could be like anything but just something that just makes you like feel some kind of ways 
you know, that's like the big. <laughs> Amber that's, is I swear to God, that's not me. Huge I disruption. swear to God, it wasn't me. <laughs> That's what? <laughs> Where, is, is that your phone? You? Me too. I wish I could help. <laughs> <laughs> that is my phone. I think you, maybe you thought you maybe said, you said hey, hey Siri. You know what? Every single time I say seriously, my Siri goes off. It's oh, really? <laughs> so annoying. Every single time. <laughs> um, yeah, but you were saying. What was I saying? Uh, <laughs> about what people get at um, you hope. Oh, yeah. Just them. some kind of like something that they can feel. Mm-hmm. Like some kind of emotion that they can feel through watching my videos. Mm-hmm. That's like the biggest thing for me. I think personally, and what I noticed between all three of us is like we all got slightly different reactions. Yeah. From your video, okay. like your your videos are very like very creative and not to the point. You know. Yeah. Like it has. It's, it's like up for interpretation. Yeah, for interpretation. Yeah. And I think that's what's beautiful. It's like it 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 really it makes me feel more creative. I'm like, wow, this is. Yeah, because awesome. like, cause at the end, like, it could either go, like, whatever way you want it to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to leave, like, open-ended mm-hmm. like those. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, that's just my style of, like, films. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what is your, like, overall, like, what are you trying to do with it, you know? What are your some, some of your biggest goals? Yeah. And, like, yeah, exactly what he said. Direct a feature film. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Would it be in, like, your own style or... Um, yeah, definitely. Okay. Like, I want something like... Well, like, would you... Would it be written by somebody else or you? It could be written by someone else. Okay. Like, you know, I'm open with that. And are you more into, like, directing, um, uh, the, uh, the... What is it called? The cinematography than you are about the... The directing the film? Yeah. Um, both, I would say. So, cinematography is, um, just kind of like a gateway. For me to like hop into like directing so you know um well photography was like the gateway to for cinematography hmm. and now like cinematography is like gateway for directing and directing is my main goal and have and i'm assuming have you like uh entered them into like short film contests and stuff like that the your short films um not the contest but um i was approached by the the group of students from Hopkins and Micah, um, <clears throat> the master's um, program uh, students. And, you know, they were interested to hire me as a cinematographer. And, yeah, it was awesome. What, um, are you, what are you most proud of so far? I think all of it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I don't regret anything. <laughs> what's your, like, favorite? What's something you're, like, if, if someone's, like, oh, show me something, like, what's your, like, your go-to thing or, like, your favorite thing you've created? Um, probably like the the channel Ignero. So why don't you put and well, I don't know if you do, but I didn't see any of your stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Why is that? Um. So I used to be like really against YouTube. Why is that? <laughs> I can see. I can see why. Cause well, it's just the Vimeo just felt like a right place for my videos. Like Vimeo is definitely more, more appreciation. Yeah. Like just like how like my videos were like how the style of my videos i think like vimeo just suited better at that time mm-hmm. but yeah i've been like really thinking about like youtube for like, like exposure yeah because like you know youtube is obviously like dominating the game mm-hmm. so you know i would love to like jump onto youtube yeah just turn off the comments <laughs> like you don't need a yeah. no i mean i'm not even like worried about the comments or so 
It's just I don't know what to do. On I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried about the comments on the te- on your videos. It's gonna be like first, and then first, and then I found this really offensive because da, da, da. YouTube is crazy. Do you have any sort of like final remarks um, or message that you want to put out to people that may be pursuing sort of the same thing that you are? You can even talk about your latest um, short film. Um, yeah, I mean, just you know, stay to true to yourself. Um, Things will eventually happen. Like it takes time, especially in this. Like, especially if you're going for like <clears throat> film or so. Like you know, it could take longer. But you know, just stay true to your style and true to your um, roots and like where you come from. Because um, all that things like show in your work. Mm. You know, you want to represent who you are or so. I did. Um, uh, recently, I did a short film. Well, I like I was a cinematographer, a short film called Withheld. Withheld. Yeah, and um, it was just like a really like good like new thing for me because I've never been asked to like be a DP for a film or so. And yeah, I mean, like it came out of nowhere. I was like, it was super unexpected. Like it was like a last minute thing. Like they were like, oh, shit, there's like there's this kid named Ahmed Ahmed Nazim, you know, and they. They, yeah, they just reached out to me, and it was it was amazing, like, working on actual film set. Hmm. Like, it was fun. And where can people find your work? Or are um, you on social media in general? My Most of my work is on my website called ahmednazim.com. But you can also follow me on Instagram, which is A-H-M-D-N-A-Z. Basically, Ahmed Nazim, but... Got it. Without, words and, without letters. Yeah. <laughs> vowels, without the vowels. No, because he's an A. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> um, and that will be linked in our bio. Please go check him out. His stuff is so, so dope. So awesome. Um, and Amber, you want to hit him with the last question? If you could be any flavor, what would you be and why? Ginger. Okay. <laughs> Haven't gotten that one before. Yeah. Why? Sure. <laughs> um, well, because I really want a ginger tea. <laughs> but, but also, um, if you just eat it like raw, like you can't handle it. Like, but just a little hint of ginger has so much like healing stuff power to it or so like, you know, or it's so, such a beneficial thing. Um, so yeah. Like, and you relate to that? I relate to that. Yeah. Explain. They might not be like, okay. So like, let's say like, you know, someone's like meeting me, but they might not be hand, like able to handle me because they be like, oh shit, he's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's like, you know, it's you know just let's just take it slow like you know just like a hint of me and um yeah it's i have deeper things to say than than just coming off as weird <laughs> but okay. a boom dang from nice. that. ginger <laughs> okay um, thank you so much emma for coming through thank and thank you uh reaching out actually like you yeah. you said that you found us um through a theory and everything like that so that's so cool <clears throat> and that's that's awesome that you reached out and we're super super glad that you yeah, came awesome. through this was an amazing episode thank you guys <laughs> yeah thank you and uh thank you all for listening uh it's been another week another flavor a little less stranger we'll see you next week mocha divine coconut eyes red cherry lips and roll curvy hips